Welcome to Small Talks, where we have small talks about a big God. I'm Crystal Walker. Let's talk. Let me tell you about my great-grandfather, Henry. And to this day, I'm not sure why we called him by his first name, but that's what we did as a family. In his latter years, he lived with my grandmother. She helped assist him to make sure he had everything he needed. He was very quiet, he kept to himself, so I didn't know much about him. As a child, there were a couple of things I observed about Henry. One thing was he smoked a lot of cigarettes. So every day, you can find Henry sitting on the front porch smoking his cigarettes and saying hello to everyone who would walk by. Another thing I observed about Henry was that he smelled really, really bad. As a kid, I didn't understand why Henry had such a strong stench. He and my grandmother would argue back and forth about bathing. She would say, Henry, go take a bath. I don't know, for some reason, I think Henry thought he met his quota when it came to bathing. It was like he felt like he didn't need to take them anymore. Well, there were a couple of times when Henry would appease my grandmother and take a bath. I mean, this was a monumental moment. We were all so excited that Henry was taking a bath. You know, you would hear bath water running and we were all anticipating the moment he would come out of the bathroom so fresh and so clean. But a phenomenon would happen. He would come out of the bathroom and he still smelled. We were all confused. We were not sure how he could take a bath and still have this unique smell. But we figured out the problem. One day when Henry was taking one of his baths, my grandmother peeked in the bathroom just to check on him to make sure everything was all right. She found Henry fully dressed, sitting on the edge of the bathtub, not inside the tub where he could clean himself, but just right on the outside. So Henry had been fooling us this whole time. He would go into the bathing room, the room that was designated for washing and cleansing, and he would leave still dirty, uncleansed and unwashed. You know, we can be guilty of something similar. Sometimes when we go to God's word, which is an instrument used to cleanse and purify and sanctify us, right? We can be guilty with interacting with the word of God and leaving just like Henry, unchanged. I want to caution us against this very thing. We have a high accessibility of God's word. It's on our phones. We can listen to it on the way to work. We can listen to it at work. We can pull up podcasts of sermons. We go to church. We hear a good word and we really have access to God's word and exposure to God's word 24-7. But if we're not careful, we can reduce the word of God to a source of entertainment. So now it's something we go to just to feel good, to get a pat on the back or to encourage us, which the word of God can do that. It can comfort, it can soothe and heal broken hearts. But I don't want us to neglect the other characteristics of God's word. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. The word of God is used for teaching, for correction, so that means to straighten us out. Reproof, which means to bring things to light, and training in righteousness. That word training suggests that sanctification doesn't happen overnight. It's a process. The word of God will help form spiritual habits of righteousness. It will bring us to maturity. And this is the posture and the expectation we should have when we come to God's word. We should expect 
expect the Word of God to transform our lives. Romans 12:2, part A says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. True, change and transformation happens by renewing your mind, which is achieved by digesting God's Word. So how can we let God's Word change us? Two simple suggestions I want to make today. One, read it. God's Word can't change you if you never read it. If you're not reading the Bible often and renewing your mind like Romans 12 suggests, you are likely being changed by the culture and not by God's Word. Secondly, when you read it, prayerfully read the Scripture. So engage the Holy Spirit. Ask Him to help you understand the Scriptures and ask for His help to live it out. I pray that when we interact with God's Word, we don't remain unchanged, but washed and cleansed and brought to maturity. Let's pray. God, thank you for your word that is living and active. God, we want to experience the transformative power of your word. So may your word wash us, cleanse us, and help us form spiritual habits that are pleasing to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to Small Talks Devotional Podcast. Follow Small Talks Devotional Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Talk to you next time as we have small talks about a big God.